Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Good morning, Vietnam! Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Mama, the meatloaf! You see what happens, Larry? How to get burned! How to get burned! How to get burned! They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. I am loving this. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Come with me if you want to live. Gentlemen, you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Now, here's your hosts, Sky and Colin. Here's Johnny! Hey, moviegoers. You are listening to the inaugural episode of Two Dudes Movie Reviews with Sky and Colin. And we couldn't be more excited to talk with you people today. Yeah, this is first episode. We've been trying to get this going for a while. Yes, we have. And it's finally come to fruition. I'm very excited. I'm not excited at all. This is going to be <laughs> awful. No, uh, we just heard a lot of noise out there on the streets that people are looking for more two straight white males to uh, have a podcast where they bitch about movies and uh <laughs> it's in demand yeah highly in demand um but that's not really what we do we don't really bitch as much as we observe and report i'd say right yeah we're Seth like rogan yeah <laughs> we're like the the mall cops of movie podcasts not the paul blart mall cops though no 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 definitely no. not although we should do that movie Brandon, I actually mentioned to Brandon about this, and he said, if you do a Paul Bar episode, I will be your guest speaker. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, so. All right, so there we go. Episode one, we're already planning for the future. That's the kind of action you're going to be getting here today. You're going to be see- seeing into the future. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, Colin, like, why don't, we, uh, why don't we tell some of these people a little bit about yourself? All right, well, you want me to go first? Yeah, man. That's All what right. I... So I fucking said. Fuck you then. <laughs> I quit. You know what? This isn't going to work. Uh, no. So, um, you know, obviously we're both huge movie go- like lovers and movie goers. Obviously. Obviously. But um, my background in film, I guess, um, I'm actually an animator. Um, went to school for 3D animation. And yeah, I uh, basically try and see everything possible in theaters. Even with my like artwork when I was like younger, like everything came from movies. Like I would see yeah. a movie and then like I just try and draw everything from that movie. Yeah, I feel like I did a lot of that too, just trying to like recreate stuff that like connected with me as a child. But I do that more now as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I was I wasn't like timed appropriately throughout my life. That's awesome, late man. bloomer. Yeah, yeah. So you uh. You gra- gra- graduated from that school? I did graduate. So you are a uh, college-educated animator. College-educated animator. Now, myself, I went to college. I used went to loosely. <laughs> I, I would show up sometimes to college, and um, I did not graduate, but I was in the bullshit field of uh, communications. Yes. Of course, because, um, you know, thing about me is I've always had a direction in my life. It's just most of the time the direction was down. (laughs) Hey, if you go south long enough, you'll end up north. 
but my quote-unquote expertise in cinema is far less impressive. I went to school and did like video editing and stuff like that, and I used to make like a bunch of like short movies and stuff, but nothing crazy. And most of my expertise comes from my younger years, where I I used to be the one who would see every movie in theaters. Uh, now I have a he's now two and a half year old son. I see maybe three movies. I previously was seeing three movies a year. I was telling my brothers though when we went and saw. The last movie that we saw together, the trailer for The Secret Life of Pets showed up and oh, you yeah. and you leaned over to me and you were like, have you seen that? And I was like, no. And you're like, I've seen that like a hundred times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's great. Love it. So, yeah, having a two-year-old, I get to see all of the animated movies, but still, still don't see them in theaters. He's still a little too young for that noise. Here's the thing, though, and I feel like I should probably stress this. The name of this podcast is Two Dudes Movie Reviews, so we are not pretending to be professionals oh by no means (laughs) so (laughs) just a couple of dudes who enjoy the movies and uh, now i actually get to see more movies which is a fun thing for me for doing this podcast it's actually been like just in general we see each other more which is sweet yeah that's sweet we should hang out more it's funny because now we just don't talk about movies anymore in person we're like save it for the podcast podcast. (laughs) don't look at me (laughs) if you look at me i'll know the way you feel about the movie and that's too much. Too much. Spoilers. Too much. Oh, yeah. That's another thing. Spoilers. We will not fucking hold back from spoiling yeah. every movie. So if the name of the episode has a movie you haven't seen and you are listening to it, it is your fault if we spoiled it because we will not avoid spoilers. The podcast is rated S for spoilers. Ooh, I like that. Yep. But it's also a dangerous game to put something out onto the internet that says it's rated S because everybody's going to say, for shit. Oh, you fucking dweebs get out of your parents basement fucking go outside and see the sunshine and we're gonna be like listen we're not in the basement we're in a bedroom <laughs> with a futon one whole futon there's room for a second one um debatable bunk beds bunk beds. <laughs> bunk bed futons <laughs> oh that'd be amazing we should invent that. Fuck having a podcast. Yeah, that's a great business opportunity. We are looking for investors, though, so head on over to our Kickstarter campaign. Futon bunk beds. Mm-hmm. Is that we what gotta, well called? We got we to gotta come up with a better name than that. But you know what? That's for another podcast. Yeah. Switch over to our furniture podcast. For sure. For sure with for sure furniture. That's the podcast. <laughs> for sure furniture. It's for sure per- furniture parakeesh. So first episode, I think just the rough format of the show will probably open up a little banter. Clearly. Yeah. A little bit of banter. That's gonna be unavoidable. Uh we're gonna do a segment called the trailer park. Go That's over right. probably a trailer that is either relating to the movie we're gonna review or just the hot trailer that is out that is catching all the buzz. For sure. It's crazy because remember being younger like trailers weren't as big of a deal at all no they weren't now there's like it's a big deal just to drop a trailer also like you wouldn't see a trailer unless you went to the theater so you wouldn't you like you know you'd go to the theater and that trailer would start playing you'd be like wait a minute what is this and you'd be freaking out in the theater now it's just like go on twitter and it's like uh, every single post is oh the avengers trailer has dropped and then you watch it on your phone and that's the end of it yeah it's kind of lost some of its like zest a little, a little bit i, I kind of stale i kind of wish that it wasn't everywhere it was it was very like exciting to see it for the first time on the big screen in the theater 
Yeah. Well, also, I think a big part of it is people started skipping the trailers when they would go to the theater anyways. Um, but that's more the theater's fault for playing like 30 minutes of trailers. I'm, I'm in the minority. I like sitting through the trailers. But Me too. I know, Me too. I know there's plenty of people, my brothers included, that are like fucking hate sitting there for so long. Yeah. And I've got it planned out to a science now. Our local theater that we go to, 25 minutes of trailers... You can show up 25 minutes late and you will not miss the movie. Nope, not at all. 25 whole minutes. And it's it is, really is 25 minutes every time. Yeah. If your movie's starting at 7.30, it's not starting until almost 8. Yep. So. It's but unfortunate, I, but it's yeah. true. Most of the time, I'll show up and I'll maybe have 10 minutes to spare or whatever. But that's just because I'm always late. Grab a popped corn. <laughs> I brought, yes, a popped corn, some bunch of crunch. Ooh. Indulge in a soda. I only like a little crunch. I don't need a bunch or a bunch of <laughs> fuck. <laughs> a little tiny crunch. Um. So yeah, we'll go over trailers. Get into the movie review. Trying to get you as many new movies along with some really good old ones. And yeah, I think eventually we would like to start getting into guest speakers, whether that be through like Skype or just in person. But we would like to start bringing people on once we get a bigger body of work and get all the kinks out. Oh, man, I like leaving the kinks in, Ooh. but I'm just super kinky. You're going to get a lot of dad jokes. Uh, before I mentioned, I have a two-year-old. Yeah, that's that's real life, so dad jokes are a big possibility for me. Is that a joke you would have told your two-year-old? No, he's he's too old for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Um. so tonight we're doing Creed 2. Creed two baby you know we're gonna we're gonna dive into all of our feelings and stuff about that but i'm not spoiling anything by saying um i was excited to go see this movie yeah as was i i was very excited to see this i loved the first one yeah creed Mm -hmm. great stuff great stuff i only saw it um a couple days before i went into the theater to see creed two so like having creed so fresh in my mind i think was something cool um and it kind of is gonna help me realize things about the movie later but i in in prep for creed 2 i rewatched creed but i also rewatched rocky one through four wow yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't do too deep of a dive but those movies are so burned into my brain forever that i don't think i'm gonna really forget yeah i didn't need to do five or rocky balboa just nope. just strictly just based on the plot of creed 2 and we'll get into all this later but I intentionally just didn't do five and six. Fair. Yeah. Fair. But yeah, so we're going to get into that. We'll talk about the whole franchise in general. Uh, do our review. Uh, we're going to rate all the movies out, all the Rocky movies leading up to and, and including Creed 2. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited, man. Yeah. We're going to get into this. But before we go too deep into the Creed-averse or the Rocky-verse. <laughs> the Rock-averse. Ooh. We are going to take a little trip to the trailer park. All right, so for the trailer park, neither of us have watched this trailer yet. Nope. Fresh. This is going to be a first viewing. It came out, I suggested it, and then we were like, all right, we won't watch it until the episode. So the Men in Black International trailer has come out. Very nice. Um, we decided to do this one because Tessa Thompson is in this movie you know, along with Creed 2, so... Yeah, there's a connection there. There's a little bit of a tether between the two. A little bit, a little bit. Very different movies, probably, but 
we wanted to uh, do something that had a little bit of a link. So before we get into the trailer, what is your experience with the Men in Black franchise? Were you, ever, were you a fan? Very much so a fan of the first one. Yeah, first one's great. I consistently play Will Smith songs at work, and it brings me the greatest level of joy. Men in Black 2, not as good, <laughs> but a fair sequel. It's fine. Okay. And what do you think of 3? Did not see it. Oh, okay. Did not see it at all. So I'm not as... So if when this movie comes out, I would like to see it, but I will need to see Men in Black 3. Okay. I like three better than two. I don't really. really like, I don't really like two that much. Two, I think, kind of. Uh, oh, it definitely falls flat in a lot of places. Yeah, I was gonna say missed it, missed its mark. Yeah, but the first one, I mean, so much childhood nostalgia for me. I loved that movie as a kid. I still like that movie. Absolutely. I mean, Will Smith. That was kind of like coming into his prime around that time. I mean, yeah. Independence Day was around that time. I think you know, Man oh, in Black. That movie's amazing. Um. Yeah, no, this movie's so good. Tommy Lee Jones is great in it. The humor is great. I actually really appreciated some of the practical effects in the movie. There's yeah. not a ton, but there's enough. Like They use kind of a prop head for Mikey in the beginning of the movie that I liked. Those are cool. But yeah, no, as a kid, really liked Men in Black. A little worried about what they're going to do here. Not yeah. entirely sure. It would seem like it's a pretty easy movie to reboot because... It's an organization. They have tons of people who work there. It doesn't have to just follow the Tommy Lee Jones, Will Smith format of like their relationship and stuff, too. It could just be about two other people. They can be years apart from each other and not even be aware of each other. I'm sure they're going to make mention of them. Like, there'll be like some sort of thing and be like, oh, I heard about like this great agent K or J yeah. or whoever. Also, you know. If you don't want someone around, you can always just wipe the memory. It's, That's I true. feel like it's very easy to just get rid of a main character in this franchise. He was like, ah, something happened. But that can make we it gotta fun. wipe his memory. It could be like a true detectives thing where like not every movie or not every season has the same main characters. Mm -hmm. It's just like fresh stories every time. They could turn this into like a Twilight Zone type thing where it's just like a different movie like there is no real connecting tissue with the exception of the organization and maybe some like ongoing like seated like threads throughout the organization yeah but, i would like the story of this to be more original that's what i'm hoping for i'm hoping this doesn't really oh i doubt it <laughs> i'm hoping it doesn't steal beats from like other men in black movies you know or what? like follow along maybe this of, like, trailer is gonna tell us all we need to know maybe so let's let's just dive in are you ready to watch it i i am ready you uh, listeners will listen along to the trailer as we play it, and uh, here we go. That sounds like Liam Neeson. Oh, it oh is my Liam God, Neeson. It is Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> the midget. Is that called midget cricket? Uh, or noisy, noisy cricket. cricket. Noisy, noisy cricket. cricket. Yeah. Oh, director Fate of the Furious. Yeah. <laughs> and then immediately they show a car. <laughs> Every citizen of this planet, my race. 
Oh my god, the song choice. Yeah, not feeling that. What? They have shown, like, 50 different settings for this movie. You don't press the big red button. So is that is are they a different version of the Men in Black? Are they an international branch, or is that just like the subtitle? I think because they're good. I think it looks like they went to a million places. Because she is an American MIB, but she went to England. I guess. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Well, there we go. Yeah, there were some some beats in that trailer that kind of. Kind of answered those questions. I think it's gonna be a little bit corny. Yeah, it looks a little corny. I think so too. It looks a little bit like I know that there was like you know crazy gadgets and stuff in the you know the Men in Black movies already, but the yeah. part where they're pulling apart the pieces of the car, yeah, it was kind put of put together like a whole weapon. I, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know about that either. I, uh, I'm assuming so, like. Liam Neeson is going to be the mentor, I guess, of the group. He's almost going to be like... I think he's like the Zed of the British MIB. Okay. That makes sense. I like that Chris Hemsworth is in it. Um, I like Tessa Thompson a lot. Yeah, we know he's got like comedic chops from what we've seen in like Ragnarok. And they have chemistry together because they've worked together. That wasn't giving me the Men in Black vibe that I was I was really hoping for. It is very different, like tonally, to uh, like anything from the original series. Well, maybe not anything from the original series. It is a little bit. Um, I don't know. It just seems like flavorless. It just feels like I don't know. It, it's it seemed to me like I'm not I'm not excited for the movie. Yeah, that was kind of like a. It did not get. Hopefully, me the next trailer is better. The, uh, I just feel like the first one had a lot of, like, charm and, like, wit to it. Like, Will Smith was, like, very smooth in the movie and, like, cool. And, and Tommy um, Lee Jones plays such a good, straight character. And there was, like, a lot of moments in that movie that were, like, actually, like, kind of scary. Yeah. Like, especially for a little kid, like, the part where the Dude alien crawls skin, up the wall. Yeah, skins oh, yeah. him. Uh, yeah. The one guy, yeah, he does crawl up the sugar, wall, sugar and then he water. jumps off the building. Yeah, that was that freaked me out as a kid. Yeah, like, and th- then his like eyes, like, are actually gills. The, yeah. yeah, yeah, that that was freaky as a kid. This looks very like cartoonish in a way. Yes, it's super colorful and bright, and like seems way more gun heavy. Like they didn't really use guns too yeah. much in the first one. Yeah, there there are you know obviously guns and different weapons in it, but like. Dude, the first they one were, they go to a morgue. Yeah, they were, some but dark they were, stuff. I felt like they were more detectives, or like you know what I mean. They were they were yes. in the first one. This looks like they're just like like this one looks se- more action, se- like secret agents. But it's like 
the James Bond secret agent from like yeah, the first Men in Black wasn't like an Pierce action era. movie. Like they were following the trail of an alien. Like the, it wasn't like a bunch of blow up scenes and like high like action scenes. Like it, yeah, I don't know, man. This this one is definitely catered to the times, and I think it's unfortunate that they have to reflect the stupidity that is people right now. Yeah, I I hope that's not it. I would maybe it's just a bad trailer. I wasn't yeah. a fan of the song choice either. Song choice is very important, not just for the trailer, but for the movie. Because if that stuff translates into the movie, that's a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, like, how many trailers have come out lately where like the song makes the trailer for sure? Suicide Squad had a pretty good looking trailer. Did it? I liked it. it. Had Bohemian Rhapsody playing in it. Oh right, right, right. And then that movie was ass, but the trailer looked good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought I'd be a little bit more hyped for that trailer. A little bit more excited for the movie. Before the movie, I mean, I'm gonna see the movie, but yeah, I think we have to now. I am definitely a little less hyped. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We were talking about two different trailers for this segment, and I kind of wish we went with the other one. <laughs> Same, but we'll get to that other trailer. Yeah. Um, but, all right. Well, I guess I guess that does it for our um, our trailer park. Yeah. Visit. This was kind of a weak one. Yeah, that sucks, man. But you know what? That's gonna happen, especially because we didn't pre-watch it. Yeah. So we didn't really have like any uh, real notes or nothing. Mm-hmm. Just you're getting the raw feelings about it, and I think that's almost better because that's kind of how everybody feels. Like that first time when you watch a trailer, it's only gonna leave you with a couple of feelings. You're gonna be like, "That looks like it sucks," or "I have no feeling about this," or "That's fucking amazing. I have to see it." It was funny. I watched. Did you watch the Hell- Hellboy trailer? Yes, I did. I watched the Hellboy trailer, and my first the music was another thing in that one. I like the music in that one. I I didn't like it as much. It it almost sounds kind of like same same thing. Like it just sounds like popcorn movie, and I want it to be darker and gritty. At first, I was like, you know what? I kind of like that they're not taking it too serious. But then at the same time, I watched that trailer a few times, and every single time I watched it after that, I liked it less. Yeah. And then I thought about the comics a little bit more and I was like, you know what? This is not doing the character like justice. Like Ron Perlman was like very funny as Hellboy. Like there's some yeah. good moments, but the movies aren't like like the first one, he's fighting Nazis. It they, there's a darker tone to them. Yeah, and for his sure. uncle gets like assassinated. The guy just like stabs him in the back of the neck and he knows he's basically just like, Yeah, kill me. Yeah. But I don't know. This looks like they're going popcorn flick, like you said, and I wasn't a big fan of that trailer either. There needs yeah. to be a trailer that gets me like hyped. I guess that was Endgame, but it's always Marvel. They just know what they're doing. They're trying to <laughs> tug everyone's fucking heartstrings out. But yeah, right. yeah, man. All right. Well, Men in Black International. We'll we'll see it, I guess. But more because we have to, not because we're super excited to see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll rewatch Men in Black. Yes, I'll be that. That's what I'm more excited. I'm more excited to actually have to, not have to, but I will rewatch Men in Black. You want to get into uh, the main event? Ooh, I like what you did there. Main yeah, event, yes, a good one, right? That's perfect. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about Creed, Rocky, Adrian, everybody. <laughs> um, I'm looking up how much this movie's made so far, just because I'm curious. 
Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So that's another thing we like to do is um, Colin is the researcher on our team, and I'm the guy who shows up to record these. <laughs> so he, like, I, I love that you do actually, like, look into this stuff because it's not something I'm always thinking of. But I do have opinions on, like, whether a movie should or shouldn't have made what it did. I think this movie's probably going to be well well enough you know profitable oh it's de- it's definitely profitable i'm yeah. a little uh as well it should be i'm a little i'm looking at the number right now and i thought it would have been higher yeah yeah but we'll get into that yeah. so uh yeah creed 2 the sequel to creed which is a sequel to rocky and rocky 2 and 3 and 4 and 5 and balboa so whoa it's a yeah. lot of Rocky movies. A lot of Rocky movies. Huge. This is the eighth installment in the Rocky verse. That's nothing. You know they're not just gonna stop at Creed two. They gotta do Creed three. I um... and then they gotta do Creed four and Creed five and Creed Balboa. <laughs> Creed Balboa. Yeah, that's how it goes, right? But on the uh, on the sixth one, you just leave off the number and make it a Balboa. Let's start first with just the. Rocky franchise and lead our make our way up to Creed two. I hear, I guess you want to do that. Yeah, you want to go through each movie. Yeah, that's what, what you're saying. That's, that's kind of what I was thinking. All right, well, let's let's dip our toes into each one. What uh, what kind of stats do you got for these movies? What are you going to be running down for the people and myself? I didn't I didn't um delve too much into all the other films other than just my raw like opinions. Um, I do have the Rotten Tomato scores and stuff like that for them. That's perfect. So. Um, that actually sets up another segment that we had planned, am I correct? Yep, that's what I was alluding to earlier. Hell yeah. So what we what we like to do on this show is look up the tomato readings. Like I said here that uh, Colin is like our numbers guy. He really does the deep dive on these films. Um, it's not quite a deep dive to go to Rotten Tomatoes, but I give him credit because I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> so... <laughs> On that on that said website, you might have your critic score and your audience score, and sometimes those are wildly different. So what we're doing here is we're going to get both of those scores, and in a little segment called Tomato Tomato, we will see whether we agree with the tomato, the critics, or the tomato, the audience, on whose score seems like more fitting for the movie that we're kind of ch- talking about. I actually find the Rotten Tomato scores like, pretty fascinating i go in there all the time just to see like what movies got what people thought of them because there's movies that i love that like yeah critics don't like or there's movies that i love that the audiences don't like and stuff like that and it's just nice to go and read the reviews and see what you know what people like what people dislike and yeah. there's been there's been plenty of movies that we've looked at even just recently that were like i don't know what the fuck they were talking about there that's a great movie yeah for sure i think i think it's a uh, you have a problem if you are the type that looks at Rotten Tomatoes, sees the the score on there, and decides based off of that alone, I'm not going to go see that movie because it is so not an authority on how good a movie is at all, yeah. basically. like We just kind of use it just as like uh, some sort of advice, some, uh, some sort of like reference point. We will still be giving a letter grade to the movies that we review, yes. but it's just a thing of... Do you agree with this? Do you agree with that? Tomato, tomato. And then we'll get into our score afterwards. It's just a fun thing. But um, it is nice to look at both of them. Yeah. Because I think you get some cool opinions from it. I'm just going to start off with Rocky, though. Yep. The first Rocky. The Rocky. The Rocky. Uh, um, came out in 1976. Crazy. 
the history or you know the whole story of how this that you know the movie got made is pretty fascinating and i mean this is one of the most like iconic movies absolutely like ever it's i mean at least i'm gonna say of ever in any genre but at least when it comes to boxing it's like the movie even talking about boxing in general you will always think of rocky yeah He's and the greatest boxer who ever lived, and he's not even a boxer. <laughs> and you know what? It's funny because these Rocky movies have never really been about boxing. No, yeah, you're right. It's, you know, I mean, like, yeah, the character is a boxer, and it, every the climax of every movie basically is a fight. Yeah. But, like, the majority of the movies are more about, like, finding your place in the world or, like, discovering your own self-worth and... um you know, defying the odds and stuff like that. Like there's really not that many fights in every movie. There's usually like two at the most. Yeah. There's usually like the one in the beginning that kind of like sets a tone for like either who's going to be coming up. There's always like that one burner match Mm -hmm. in the beginning. Yep. But Rocky one starts off. I think Rocky one has a burner match and then I don't think there's a fight until the very end. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is cool. Yeah. I, I mean, the first Rocky is so good. So That's Sylvester amazing. Stallone, um, he was living in New York, I think, originally when he was trying to, you know, make it in movies. I think he had gotten a few roles before this, but they were very small roles. Um, but like the nope. Italian Stallion. Well, that was you know before Rocky. Yeah. But he, he, uh, like nobody wanted to cast him because he's got like a weird face. He's got a really like weird voice that like he can't even understand him half well, the time. What are you talking about? But he uh, he moved to California, um, couldn't get any roles. Like it, he was so like poor yeah. that he actually had to sell his dog to pay for his rent. He couldn't afford his dog like food. That's sad. Yeah, and great, uh, great way to bring all the people down. It's gonna make us all feel blue. You'll you'll feel good in a second. Um, well, I don't know. There's some dog lovers that are gonna be upset the rest of the night. You'll feel good in a second. He went and got a cat. <laughs> and everything is better. He uh he actually he went to um he went to a boxing match. I think he was seeing Muhammad Ali actually. Ooh. Yeah, I th- I think so. Don't quote me on that, but I think he was he w- it was a m- match with Muhammad Ali and then basically verse like against some nobody. Yeah. And I guess like the nobody actually knocked down Muhammad Ali. Yeah. And it like inspired him to write Rocky. Basically, That's crazy. Basi- yeah, basically a, you know, nobody took like the champ like all the way and like, he wrote the whole script for Rocky in 3 days. And it was 90 pages long. It's amazing. They only used about a third of his script. <laughs> but uh 3 days it took. And then he actually was on an audition for some other movie, didn't get it, but as he was leaving was like, hey, I wrote this script. Do you want to read it? They read it and they loved it. Yeah. But they didn't want to cast him. That's messed up. Yeah. So they offered him $300,000. But like the caveat was that he couldn't be in it. Like they would buy the script from him, but yeah. he couldn't be in it. Imagine. And, imagine a world where he wasn't Rocky. Yeah. I, I, who? He said if it got made and he wasn't in it and it did well, he would have like killed himself. Yeah, so I probably would have too. And uh, but he basically like they really love love the script, and eventually they like came to him and they're like, "Fine, like 
you can be the star and you can make this movie, but we're only giving you a million dollars to make it. And even in the seventies, like that wasn't much to make a movie. Yeah. Luckily for this, there's not really much you have to pay, pay to use and like pay to like, because when you watch the movie, it's not like a spectacle of like a film. It's nowhere near like the production that they put into it, obviously, like later on in the series. Yeah, no. Um, and even like these movies don't really need much dressing up. Like it's mostly just setting that they're spending money on. Yeah. He he said that um you know they, they used a lot of handheld cam which saved them money and a lot of the extras and like other people in the movie were either his friends or his family that he can like save money on. But yeah, they, he basically, he made this movie. It's not directed by, um, it's not directed by Sylvester Stallone. I thought it was, um, no, I think he takes over at two or three. The, the director for, um, the first Rocky, I'm trying to remember the guy's name, but Francis went, Ford Coppola. Was it? No. <laughs> I was going to say, like, <laughs> nice. Um, I mean, that'd be crazy. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, though, I, I had looked at his body of work. He, I think he did it after, but it's the same director who did Karate Kid. Hmm. Looking right now, where would it be? Director John G. Alvidson. Yep, that's who directed this movie. And oh, uh, okay, he yeah. Where is it? Rocky comes in at 1976. Karate Kid 1984, and there was one wow. other one. He came back to the Rocky franchise in '90 when he did Rocky Five. Boo! <laughs> but uh, I think that basically killed his career because he didn't, he didn't do much after that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so he didn't direct it. St- Stallone wrote the whole thing though, and. Yeah, you know, got the money for it, and uh, he ended up winning three Oscars. Got nominated for nine Oscars. That's insane. And I think it grossed two hundred million. Wow. Yeah, off a one million. Way to fucking go, man! I really want to watch this movie tonight. Rocky's great. I, mean, you can watch I, it I love day. it. I love it. So, you know, and then from there, a whole franchise spawned. Yeah. And uh, the first Rocky, I mean, is really, uh, there's a fight in the beginning, like we were saying, but the majority of the movie is just this guy. He's a normal guy. I feel like the Rocky character has always been like an advice giver. Like, he comes off like very likable. There's a scene yeah. in the first one where he's like hanging out with people on the side of the road and he's like, yeah, you don't want to be hanging out with these guys. And he like walks her across like the street and gives her this whole spiel about why like she shouldn't do that. And then she's basically just like, fuck you. Yeah. But, but like yeah. he he's he's an advice he's giver like though. He's looking out for people. Yeah. He loves, you know what it is? He's a hometown boy who loves his home. Like he's just... He's just like a nice guy in the community and he's just a sweetheart, but it's, it helps to make you like sympathize with him when he's getting his fucking face punched in. <laughs> like it feels like you're getting your face punched in, you know? Nobody's ever like, broken oh, his man, nose. That's our boy. That's our boy. Yeah. Apollo Creed played by Carl Weathers. Also, uh, yep. Chubbs from Happy Gilmore. Basically his, uh, opponent, I think gets injured. He can't, yep. can't do the match and then he as like a publicity stunt is like I'll just give like some schmo a chance at the title even though like I'm gonna destroy him and he picks Rocky cause he's, his nickname is the Italian Stallion and he likes yeah. the marketing like campaign behind it 
and uh, he want he wants to be like a symbol and an inspiration for people. And yeah. he doesn't even want to win the match. He just wants to be able to last the whole match. Take him, take him fifteen rounds, baby. Yeah, just and it's funny because there and staying up. When you're watching the movie, especially the first time, and the movie ends, you're like, it's just you just watch him get his shit kicked for fifteen rounds. Yep. But you're so happy. He doesn't win. But it you're still, still feels good. so happy for him. Still feels good. Yeah. And uh, that's why I, a, a lot of these Rocky movies, you don't actually know if he's going to win or lose, which I do like the unpredictability to him. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So what's the uh, what's the tomato tomato on this bad boy? On this, critic score is 93. Mm-hmm. Audience score, 69. Come on, audience. Yeah. What are you doing? It's a tomato for me. Tomato, yeah. Yeah, why would... Come on. That's awful. It's really bad. <laughs> I saw, that was one I saw. I was like, geez. Man, now how? I gotta rewatch this movie. This is making me rethink. Is there something I missed? Is it... I, actually a bad movie no you you know what i will say about it though like rewatching it um someone like the dialogue and stuff doesn't seem all that natural and yeah. and the way that he like kind of goes out of his way to make rocky seem like a good guy almost reminded me in a way of how tommy wiseau makes his character in the room like oh, just yeah. like oh he's the best he does all this like good stuff you're my favorite customer <laughs> All these Rocky movies get cheesy at some point. Yeah, for sure. I would say that the first Rocky to is probably the, felt and... Yeah, I think the first Rocky is probably the least cheesy out of them. They go they go yeah. fucking crazy later oh, on, which yes, we're gonna get do. to. But um, I mean, the first one is is very grounded. It, it's like it really is like the quintessential indie film. Like this guy just made it off of a small budget that in his idea, and it blew up. Hell yeah, yeah. No, this is for me tomato for sure. I can't believe that score for the, oh, yeah. for the audience score. Because if it was so low, then would they have made Rocky 2? No, they would not have. And uh, Rocky 2, from here on, I'm going to go through these movies pretty quickly, but Rocky 2... Yeah. We, um, we had to talk big about the first the one because it sets up. Yeah. It's the reason we have all of these movies to talk about. Yeah. So, you eight, know... Eight movies... You don't <laughs> yeah, make eight exactly. movies based off of whatever, 63 or whatever fucking was. Yeah. So the second one, basically Rocky, it literally starts up right after the fight with Apollo Which Creed I from love. the first one. I love that that movie does that. Yeah. And they're both going to the hospital and I, I actually thought it was funny. Like some like the dialogue in the beginning is very cheesy. Like no reporter would ever say this, but it's basically just like Apollo, how embarrassed are you that you barely beat this guy? That's like TMZ style, yeah. like reporting. <laughs> but basically, like even though Apollo like, one, this guy may have said you have a small dick. Can you uh, respond to that for me? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> to be the man, you got to beat the man. Oh, <laughs> but no, he he says, uh, you know, he basically he doesn't feel like he actually won. He he feels embarrassed that he didn't knock him out. So yeah. Apollo, which is a cool part. Um, yeah, I like this movie a lot. But Two? like when yeah, when um Rocky actually like rolls into his hospital room because like they're both just fucked up from this match, just beat the shit out of each other. They're all, you know, swollen up and stuff. And like Rocky rolls into Creed's room and is just like, Hey, let me ask you, like, did you give it everything you got out there? And he's like, Yeah, yeah, I did. And then like that kind of like pleases Rocky, but it like sets a fire in Apollo's belly. Yeah. And he's just like that this fucking nobody almost took me out. Mm-hmm. And it 
it sets up like their dynamic and it like puts even higher stakes because the first one he's just like random opponent right this one really feels like they are against each other you know what i mean like it's 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 serious like this time it's personal yeah um this one also just like i like i love this one i actually feel like there's more um at stake in some ways in this one because maybe not so much from rocky like psychologically like i felt like emotionally you connect more with rocky in the first one but just on like a physical level apollo creed does not take him serious in the first fight yeah but he gets jacked for this one and he's just like i'm gonna murder this guy yeah so this like this fight you're like oh man you actually need to like you might get fucked up even more in this one if you don't like bring it and he doesn't even train that much in this movie like the no. a lot of this movie is him working out like a meat factory yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right um but it works oh no it's 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 really fun it's really Spoiler good alert. The, the, it's the one he wins yes and then he does win this they they both get knocked down at the same time and rocky's able to get up by the end of the round and creed is like a second behind yep. yeah he wins and uh one thing i will love i think this movie has my favorite training montage yeah it is so over the top crazy the entire like city of philadelphia actually just yeah. just the children of philadelphia are chasing him up like the stairs whose kids is these yeah. <laughs> it's funny when you watch it because it's like a few kids on bikes and like oh yeah there's rocky and then like a second later it's like thousands of people you're like yeah. where the fuck did all these people come from and they're all keeping up with like a pro <laughs> athletes yeah. jog like routine yeah. like and uh i also love like mickey in this movie mickey in general is just awesome but he has some like r- crazy flip outs in this one there's one part in that training montage where he's like yelling at him and he's punching like the bag and then it freezes on his face <laughs> oh, <laughs> every yeah. time i watch it, i just die but you yeah, know two is I, I enjoy two a lot. Yep. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. What'd you got? 71 critics, mm-hmm. 82 audience. It's an easy tomato for me. It's a tomato for me as well. Uh, but I am surprised that the audience gave it such a higher score than the first one. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you, right. I like this movie a lot. It is very close in my heart to the first one though. Okay. The, these uh, movies were huge for me, by the way. So like I had a this feeling, is I had a a feeling hard they were thing, hard thing to rank. Yeah, you might be more attached to these movies than than I am, honestly. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, which probably is most of you, uh, Sky is a big wrestling fan. Love it. Yeah, love it. I'm 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 a hockey guy, but Sky loves his wrestling. Loves sports entertainment, and Rocky is the first ever like real sports entertainment movie because it's a entertaining movie about sports. <laughs> what's more sports entertaining than that i'm just uh, i guess this might be a little bit of a spoiler but rocky 2 is the highest rated audience score out of, out of any wow. of the, out of any of the rocky movies rocky, that's not, in, not that's, including creed yeah got not, it yep that makes sense um so rocky 3 rocky 3 starts off and he's basically like the champ of the world. Yep. The, Rocky Three is also where we get introduced to. Hey, it's the Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> they play Eye of the Tiger four times oh, in Rocky Three. They should have played it five. <laughs> when I was watching it recently, the four, like the third time it played, I was like, "Are you ki- fucking kidding me?" Like enough with this. And then it played again. I was like, "I quit." Bow, 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 bow. 
I actually put that song on the playlist at my job. So every once nice. in a while that'll come on and I'm just getting fucking pumped. I'm pretty sure that there's two training montages back to back and it plays Eye of the Tiger, stops, and then plays it again almost immediately after. That's <laughs> like, amazing. Now I really got to rewatch that. Mr. T is now the villain in this one. Mr. Plays T. Plays Clubber Lang. Yep. And uh, he, he fights him only after his burner match in the beginning. Yep. Yeah. Against... I don't. You're gonna have to tell me on this one. Oh really? Yeah. That's the that's Thunderlips. Oh oh Hulk yeah yeah Hogan. yeah yeah. Hulk Hogan's in the, at the beginning of this one. Yep. Yeah, right. man. Yep. Connecting right back to professional wrestling. I forgot about that. Yep. Um. Yeah. No. He he has his burner match in the beginning. Gets knocked out by Clever Lang. Knocked the fuck out. Yeah. He gets destroyed. Rocky got cocky. He did, and he loses the title and has to get it back. And. He does. <laughs> yeah. End of story. End of story. This one doesn't do it for me so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not, yeah, I feel you on that. I'm I feel not, you on that. I was not very big on Rocky Three. I uh felt like this one started getting like kind of cheesy. I didn't connect as much with it. I think the best part of maybe the whole movie is just the relationship between Rocky and Creed because now they train together and kind of like Creed like helps him out. And trains him back to the point where he can beat Clever Lang. Yeah. But other than that, I wasn't a huge fan of this one. And I guess the other like big like emotional beat in this one is just that uh Mickey dies in the beginning. Yeah. I felt almost like it was kind of like almost like throwaway, like he gets pushed and then dies, and then you still got like an hour left in the movie. Yeah. And well it's kind of what sets Rocky off and gets him to come back and fight. It is, but like, I don't know. I just never felt like it was really like he was fighting much for Mickey. I always felt like it was he was fighting more for himself. I didn't hit like there was I didn't think they did much emotionally with that death. Yeah. That's that's just me. The I can movie, see that. The movie that we're going to be talking about, I feel like there's more riding on the line in a similar situation. For sure. What's the tomato tomato on 3? 65 critic score, 73 audience score. 65 to 73. I will say tomato, but only because 73 is not a terrible score. Ter- 73 is like, what is that? Like um B minus C plus? It's a 73. Probably like a C. It's a C minus. That's fair. Okay. I don't think it deserves a D. I'm giving it a D. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I'm going tomato. Okay. I'm not big on Rocky Three. All right, that's good. That's good. I like, uh, you know, agree to disagree. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Also, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky Four. Now, I have a lot to say about Rocky Four, and we're probably going to talk a good amount about Rocky Four because yeah, Rocky Four ties into Creed Two a good amount. Uh, yeah, I'd say about eighty-five percent. Yes. So. <laughs> so, but Rocky Four is really when Creed Two is actually Rocky Four Two. Four point two. Four point two. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is when shit just starts going bananas. Yes, the movie starts up and Rocky is giving Polly a gift, and the gift is a robot. He now has robots in his house. Yes. Um, <laughs> <and> <laughs> it's to, but it's only to help show how we are demolishing russia in the cold war yeah even though that robot is undoubtedly this from mo- china i feel like rocky four was kind of like the movie to end the cold war 
It really did. <laughs> it honestly did. What Cold War happened after that movie? Literally zero. Yeah, there was zero Cold War after Rocky IV. <laughs> yeah, dude. Thank you, Rock. Um, but yeah, so he... It's just it's just insane. He's got this robot and then this really like hung up on the robot. I just I every time I watch it, I'm like oh, this is who thought that was a good idea? No one was like, "Hey man, you should probably take the robot out." Um <laughs> but then, then like this like superhuman being from Russia comes over. Yes, uh, I love Ivan Dolph Drago, Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Um love him. It's funny they show like there's one He's part with fucking the, He-Man. Yeah. He's a master of the universe. I love the part though where they're like, like a normal human can punch like six hundred like, like pounds per square inch, and then they show him and he's at like twelve hundred, and then they show him again later and he's at like twenty two hundred. Yeah, he's just <laughs> he's a monster. Like, it's like okay, this is like getting on the level of like the superhero movies that we have now, and uh, he challenges Rocky, and then Apollo's like, Nah, man, I got this. I want to you know get back in the ring and. All hubris. And Ivan Drago literally kills him. Yes, he does. <laughs> literally kills him with his fists of fury. And then when they ask him, like, "Are you concerned about that?" When like Apollo Creed's bleeding out in the ring, he goes, "If he dies, he dies." <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. I always thought that was hilarious. It's like the villain is—he's straight up just like a comic book villain. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's kind of how it was in the 80s with, like, Russians. Russians were always just, like, cartoony. Yeah. And especially this movie helped set that tone for the future of how we see Russians always. It's always, I must break you. <laughs> like, that's always It's like, oh, you're from Russia? I must break, break you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they love it. <laughs> probably. They they probably all assume that They're we have a like, good oh, grasp on their the culture. Best. <laughs> yeah but yeah i mean and then rocky has to train back up to avenge apollo creed and defeat i've um yeah i've yeah. drago and he does and all is good in the world yeah man it's like they did such a cool thing where your hero doesn't necessarily win like he has a personal victory and rocky won but he doesn't win the match and then he goes on a real hot streak because we already said first match of the movie is a burner that's not important the match of the movie he wins every one after like rocky one he goes on a hot streak and just keeps winning matches yeah yep and uh kind of took the fun away a little bit it's kind of it's exciting to not know if he will win or not yeah um which i think is with rocky balboa that's six he actually doesn't win that one so right. it's a little refreshing um yeah. change and there's barely change any any boxing in rocky five um yeah Tomato, tomato, 38 critic score for Rocky IV. 38. 70, wow. 79 audience score. Oh, wow. Um, I'm going to say tomato, but I also think it's a little high for the audience score. I will say that. I'm going to go tomato. I, I like this one more than three. Um, Yeah, we'll talk about that. Okay. I like this one we'll more than... We'll get into that when we do our ranking. I like this one more than three just because I feel like... There's a little bit more, like riding on this movie. I feel like I get yeah. into it a little bit more, but it's very silly. There's, like I said earlier, it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely over the top. This, it's over the top. This is when the movies start just becoming 
I think you can tell it's the 80s now. This was in the 80s, right? This is like early 80s? Yeah. 82 uh, maybe? Rocky 4 was 85. Wow. Whoa. I don't know why I thought it was earlier. Yeah. Rock, the original Rocky was 76. Rocky 2, 79. Rocky 3, 82. Rocky 4, 85. So every three years. Yeah. And then, well, it would five, take three years to make a Rocky. <laughs> five years later, though, we get the infamous Rocky 5. Boo. <laughs> uh... We don't really need to go into the plot too much of this one or Rocky Balboa. Stupid. This movie's bad though. He basically finds out that he's suffered brain damage. He can't fight. He starts training someone. It's a Rocky movie without like any fighting. Yeah. Um, and I think the scores uh, show why people hate it. Hit me with it. Twenty six critic score. Yep. Thirty one <laughs> audience score. Tomato. <laughs> yeah, I'll go. I'll go tomato. They're, they're, they're both close. horrible. But yeah, I'm, they're I'm close to the same. I'm just going with the lower one just yeah. to add insult to injury. Um, and then, this movie's upsetting. Yeah, I don't like it's, this movie. It's bad. And I mean, it, it basically like killed the franchise for a while. 16 yeah, years dude. later, though, we got Rocky Balboa. Yeah, there we go. We'll and, move the bounce um, back. Yeah. Refreshing. And this movie's actually not bad. Yeah. Um, it's not the know, worst. He's older, and basically he kind of wants to make a little bit of a comeback. He fights in a charity, um, charity match. Yeah. And uh, I admittedly have not seen this entire movie, but I've seen almost all of it. Yeah, it's yeah. out of out of all the Rocky movies, this one is probably the most like standalone. I guess. I mean, I other than I guess the first one, the first one you yeah. can just watch. But I feel like this one you could probably just watch on its own also and just enjoy it. Which is smart considering the huge gap of time between those like releases. It's like. You might be releasing it to an audience that doesn't really care about Rocky, so it's smart for them to kind of play it safe and do it a little bit more like detached from the other movies. Yeah. Not so reliant that you were paying attention to a movie that came out in 76. (laughs) Tomato Tomato, this movie has the third highest audience score. Okay. Out of all the Rocky movies. Um, 77 Tomato, 76 Tomato. Oh, um, then I'm just going to go, <laughs> go ahead and say, um, I mean, wow, they're basically the same and this is the hardest decision I've ever had to make. <laughs> I was going to say tomato. I'm going to go tomato also. It, Why not? Tomato just give it the has, extra one. Yeah, tomato has a little bit of a negative connotation to it, so. Yeah, and it's one lighter and it's, you know, yeah. basically the same score. May as well just, we're positive people. We're going to go with the more positive uh, answer you yeah. know we'll I, I do enjoy this movie it's yeah not, it's fine it's, bad. it's fine um, well, I've seen of it it's fine it's good and then uh, we have a nine year gap and then we get Creed yes uh, the we son, do get Creed the son of Apollo Creed they cast Michael B. Jordan love uh, Michael B. Jordan yeah Michael B. Jordan he's is awesome yeah. he's blowing up hard yeah <laughs> hard <laughs> he's honestly he's one of my favorite like newer actors that's come on the scene in the last you know 10 years or so yeah like definitely like he's one of my favorites and i think one of the more talented i mean a lot of what he does is gold i I was gonna say everything but then i remembered he was in fantastic four he was in fantastic four and he was in uh this like hbo movie version of uh fahrenheit 451 that was trash (laughs) it was bad it was stupid i hated it yeah creed comes in and Man, the first Creed is so good. I don't know if you feel that way. I love the first Creed. I do feel that way. It is really good. It's so good. He's fucking 
electric to watch. Like he's just captivating. Yeah. And uh Ryan Coogler yep. directs this one. And he directs the shit out of this movie. Yes, he does. Um I'm gonna say this. Uh they work so well because they also team up again later for yep. Black Panther yep. and like yeah, they got they got something good going. The uh fight scenes in Creed are the best in any Rocky related movie. I think I could I think I could sign off on that. The uh match he has in the middle of the movie, um is all one take. Really? Yeah, it's so That's like, cool. Go go watch it again. It's like the coolest fight scene ever. They do a, like a two I think it's two rounds or three rounds. I think it's two rounds, but it's one take. That's awesome. It's so sick. And uh not just like everything about like I love the way that Philly feels in this movie because he comes back to Philly and and you know meets up with with Rocky. Yeah. And um Tries to get Rocky to train him. Yes, yeah. the guy who's running the gym that Apollo Creed trained at won't train him because he's like too green and he's kind of like cocky and like he's just not he's not doing the work right and he doesn't feel like they're actually giving him enough attention at his gym. So he goes out to Philly, learn from the guy who beat his dad, his old man. Mm-hmm. It's cool when he goes to uh, Rocky's restaurant. There's all these like pictures on the wall of like his glory days and it's like him and his dad and stuff like that but i mean one thing that is cool and this is i feel like the first creed takes beats from the first rocky and that like this movie is also about kind of like carving your own path and yeah it really is and you know because he doesn't even want to be called by the last name creed the movie starts by adonis johnson and, uh, you know, at the end of the movie, that's when he kind of dons the name Creed because they, as like a publicity thing, they need him to be called Creed. But like, yeah, his mom makes some of the trunks that say Creed on it and stuff. And also that scene when he's walking out to the ring for the last match and it's like a gigantic like tracking shot. Like, yeah, I love that's really that. cool. Yeah. Um, but now then spoilers. I mean, another one. He doesn't win the last match, but he goes all 12 rounds in this one. Yep. Or fifteen, whatever it is. Yeah. I think it's it's twelve in the Creed movies. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think so. But he, it might know, have been twelve in the Rocky movies. I don't, I don't claim to know no, too it's, much it's about. Fi- it's fifteen the in the Rocky movies. I think it's fifteen in the Rocky movies, twelve in the Creed movies. But you know, he t- he takes uh, the uh, the champ who is a uh, pretty Ricky Collin all the way twelve rounds. I think he knocks him down at the end. I think he gives him like yeah, he gets him to fall. Yeah. Oh man, that gave me chills. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's so cool. Um. He's got a uh, Tessa Thompson. We were talking about Men in Black. She's in this. She's kind of like the love, love interest. interest yeah, but love interest. her character, I think, is more than that. She's kind of like, especially in the second one, I think she's got more to to do. But she's oh for sure. She's uh she's great in this, and she's kind of losing her hearing a little bit in this. Yeah. And um, which is something that when they introduced that in the first one, uh, I was like, well, that didn't really pay off. They just like lightly mentioned it, and then just went on but we see it come we see it come back it comes around, back in the second cool. one yeah um they had like a bigger vision i guess than what i had when i was watching the first creed and uh some people like this some people don't i like i think it gave the movie a little bit more emotional beats but uh rocky basically gets diagnosed with cancer mm, yeah did you dislike that no i didn't dis all right well i guess we'll go into it when we get to creed 2 it's not something i disliked about creed 1 but there is something I didn't, I wasn't stoked on in Creed Two. Okay, but all right, it relates to this. No, everything about the first Creed 
feels like super finessed, like such a tight like screenplay, the directing, the choreography, the yeah. sound effects are really good in it. I really like the lighting. And also like this wasn't written by Stallone and it took a yeah. franchise that was getting very cheesy and really like reeled it in and made it like believable and you got like a really solid like yeah, boxing it, movie and drama out of it. And it really yeah, especially speaking to like the believability, like it looked like what like boxing looks like now and what like UFC like looks like and we know like there's press tours and there's like the weigh-ins and stuff like that and there's like cool things that they did there that made it look and feel like what we would see on TV for like a real match that they're promoting. When when you're talking about that too, in the Rocky movies, there's no blocking. Yeah. It's usually just two guys just exchanging giant blows. Like the fights. And then it, like moving like a little bit of ducking and weaving, but not too much. Just like keeping your hands up and like they're yeah. pretty much down, like making sure you see their face. Cause it's like, well, we're paying these actors. We better let people know that they are actually in them. Like they're not really like yeah. covering up. Also, it's just not very like cinematic to just be blocking, but like the yeah. choreography in Creed seems way more real than any of the other Rocky movies, at least in my opinion. Like, yeah, well, I think the way that they shot it helped serve the fight sequences, yeah, better. Whereas something I actually kind of like about the Rocky movies, like the original ones, is they're almost shot like how you would watch it on TV, where like you're not really in the ring with them as as much as you're like on the side, which was kind of cool because it almost looked like you were watching a boxing match on TV at some points in the fight, which they definitely did a lot less of in the Creed movies. But yeah, I think what they did with the way that they shot the match, like it just made it a lot more exciting, even if they weren't just exchanging blows the whole time. I'll ask you one more thing about um, I, it relates to your, the TV comment. What did you think about them getting like the rights to use like HBO boxing? Oh yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool. I thought it was Make cool. It legit. Yeah, I like I said, it, it seemed they this movie's a little bit more reeled in. It seemed like real, like this could happen. Yeah. And uh I think they really like everything in this movie feels lived in. Yes. Which which I love. Like everything nothing is crazy. Everything makes sense. There's nothing that's like crazy unbelievable. Like fucking robots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although and, now robots would be believable, fairly believable. Yeah, I don't know if I need robots in my boxing movie. No, probably there not. was that Real Steel movie though with Hugh Jackman, which was robot boxing, which was amazing. Yeah, I mean it was probably like the no. movie of our generation. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it, yeah, it changed the world as we know it. Yeah, clearly. I remember when uh, Adam took down Twin Cities. What? <laughs> <laughs> that was a fight in real steel. I didn't never saw that movie. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah, Adam takes down Twin Cities. Great, really great fight. Great. I remember where when I where I was when I saw it, it was. Yeah, that's amazing. What, <laughs> Any, anyway, <laughs> anyway, what what's the tomato tomato on this bad boy? Creed, critic score ninety five percent, highest rated movie in the Rocky franchise. I get it though. 89% audience score. Wow, 95 to 89. Yeah. Ooh. Oh no. 
You want me to go first? No, I've been I'll going. I've been going first to this. Keep it consistent. Thing. Yeah, I'll keep let it you consistent. Go. And I also don't want your answer to skew my answer. And I'm pretty sure you're rigid in your answer. I think I I'm have to say man. tomato. Oh man, you're you're going tomato. I think so. It's a tomato for me. Ninety five is just so high. Honestly, I'd rather give it like a like a ninety ninety two ish. 90, 95 was just very high, and I just didn't know if I was ready to do it. It's a ninety-five for me. If it's, I, if it's I, not a bad. I have. Yeah. I have little to no complaints about the movie at all. I'm not saying eighty-five is bad. I just think eighty-five. You want to give it an I'm A minus? I'm going closest without going over. Yeah, I think you want to give it an A minus, and I want to give it an A. See, ninety-five sounds like A plus to me. I think what's an A plus? I think an A plus is ninety seven or above. Yeah, okay. I think so. I think ninety five is right at that, right at A. All right, and like ninety. Well, like, like I said, I I would rather see it somewhere in like the low nineties yeah. than I would see it anywhere in the eighties. Yeah, that's. A, I think you want to give it an A minus. I want to give it an A. Yeah, that's fine. I can yeah. live with that. That sounds that sounds less harsh than saying like tomato because it's like it's still not a bad score to give it the tomato. It just sounds negative. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the pro- probably the problem with our grading <laughs> these like this. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a tomato for me though. 95. Okay. It's, it's, I love this movie. I like it. I like it a lot. I love too. this movie. I like it a lot. Um, and that gets us to Creed two Creed two. So I guess here is where we'll hop off of the tomato, tomato meters. And we're actually going to just start digging in, man. Like, yeah, um, this movie is a little bit fresher in my mind, um, because I saw it a little more recently. We didn't get a chance to go do this one simultaneously in theaters, um, but I'm wondering, like, what do you remember from like uh, early on in the film, like it starting up? Like, well, what are you? Before we just before we get into anything, I just want, oh, different okay. di- different director. Yes, it's not Ryan Coogler, not, not the and I think that is actually very important when talking about this movie. Yes, I think Ryan Coogler is still like. Produced he produced or it. something. He yeah. produced it. Um, but Stephen Capel Jr. is um the director of this. I don't know anything else he did. He did something called The Land and uh I think a different tree. Who did the first tree? <laughs> Original tree by Ryan, Ryan Coogler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, tree two. But um also I don't think the first Creed was written by Sylvester Stallone. This one was written by Sylvester Stallone. There's oh, there's four really? there's four writers on this movie. Stallone is one of them. Uh I'm, I'm sure he contributed in some I'm, way. I'm curious how much he contributed because this movie takes a lot of beats from other Rocky movies. Yes, it does. And it takes a lot of a lot of things from other Rocky movies. Yeah. The first Creed, um, I think you can watch it on your own. Or on its own, and it's like its own entity. It feels like yeah. a Creed movie. Creed Two feels a little bit more like a Rocky movie, if that makes sense. No, it makes total sense. Yeah, no, like it definitely. This movie is somehow more about the relationship between Creed and Rocky than it is like anything else. Yeah, well, I guess, and then Rocky and Ivan. Yeah, like it's like a lot about them. There's there's a few different ways that. It, I kind of wish this movie went and they're not the way that it it did go. And I feel that's definitely going to come across as like negative and 
it's not because I do like this movie. I just wish that it went in a few different directions. I feel like they could have done more. Yeah. And I'll get I'll get to that in a bit. Again, stars Michael B. Jordan as uh Adonis Hollywood Creed. Oh yeah. Tessa Thompson is back as Bianca. Sylvester Stallone as Rocky, and then they brought back Dolph Lundgren as Ivan Drago. Yes. Who is the guy who plays his son? Uh Florian Montanu. Cool. Is he <laughs> I have no idea who this guy I looked, is. I looked it up. This is Was his... he a fighter or is he an actor? Or is uh, he both? I don't I didn't look into like him specifically as his career, but this is his first movie role. Okay. Yeah. So he might be a fighter because dude was fucking huge. Yeah, he was a monster. Dude was jacked up. I, I think they needed someone who like physically was a monster to compare it to his dad from Rocky Four. Yeah, exactly. It makes sense. Yeah. Homeboy was fucking pumped. Oh yeah, up, no. Though. He's yeah, he's he is ripped out of his mind in this. Yeah, man. Looks uh, fucking terrifying. So uh, just getting that stuff out of the way, you know, a lot of the same cast, but they brought back characters from Rocky Four, and this movie plays a lot on the plot of Rocky Four. Yep, it's essentially the plot of Rocky Four. Yeah, like we said, with it could the, have been Rocky Four Point Two, with the with the exception of in Rocky Four, its first Drago v Creed, which in, which gets Rocky to face him, and this one it is Drago v Creed twice. Yeah. Yep. And. uh I, st- I actually wrote down a lot of the beats that they stole from other movies, but yeah, so like the movie starts up and Donnie Creed is, they it starts off with the match of him becoming the champ. They just throw yeah. you in it. He, yeah. The movie and starts he beats, and he's the champ. He beats the guy who uh, was training at his dad's gym in the first Creed movie. Oh, That's really? the guy who was supposed to face Pretty Boy Ricky, but... Um, he broke his jaw in the weigh-in and oh, everything. I, I didn't. I didn't catch that. Yeah, that's um, cool. So uh, that was. I thought that was cool. That like it just progressed you in the story, and now that dude was already champion, and now Creed's going up against him finally because mm-hmm. they were supposed to have like, or well, he's the one who yeah who uh, lost his car. Yeah, lost his car too. Which they make like light mention of in the beginning of Creed Two, like in that match. Yeah. Like, oh, I heard that same car is up again tonight. He's gonna mm-hmm. get his keys back. Whatever. I did not catch it. That's actually really cool. Yeah. But yeah. The movie starts up. He wins, and he is the uh, world champion. Yep. Which is cool, but you kind of see coming. Yeah. You yeah, kind of like as soon as you see like championship matches, like oh, he's gonna win the title. Yeah. Um, which is fine because this isn't really the big fight that's supposed to be like the payoff at the end anyway mm-hmm. so it was fine it was cool i found this movie more predictable than the first one yes very much so and um there's something that i'll get to in a bit there was something that threw me for a little bit for a loop but it was just the execution of it but i'll get to that in a few minutes um so he becomes a champ and uh then basically a lot of things happen in very little time he becomes oh, a, yeah. he becomes the champ and then like immediately has a kid Yes, that's that is one of my complaints about this. I don't think, and I saw other people saying like they really liked that they used a pregnancy to show you the passage of time, but it seems so uh, qu- it seems so quick to me. Yeah, it a was little, like a little quick in the span of like fifteen minutes. Um, so basically, he wins the championship and then doesn't defend it for like a year. Well, I mean, well, he defends it the one time, but then. yeah, but like. I'm trying to remember what happens first, but basically he proposes to uh, Bianca. Yep. And Who she doesn't says, hear it. 
Yeah, she doesn't hear it at first. So that that was the thing that like that bothered me about the first one. I was like, oh, this never came back. So it was good to see that it came back and they actually followed up on that thread. Because there's another thread that they didn't really pick up from the first one that bothered me with like Rocky having cancer. Yeah. You just, I guess, have to assume that he's in remission. Yeah. I think they make such light mention about it. And he's just like, oh, it'd be cancer. And it's yeah. like, why the fuck did you even... Why did you need it for the first one if, like, the second one you're just like, oh, yeah, I don't have it anymore. Yeah, I think that's how you just, like, that's probably Sylvester Stallone's contribution. He's like, I don't want to have cancer anymore. Yeah. They're like, really, Rock? Like, we... They call him Rock. Rock. (laughs) When he's not in the movie, still... Really, Rock? Uh, I mean, we wrote it into the first one, and it was, like, a pretty big part of the first one uh, for your character. You sure? Yeah, I just don't want it anymore. (laughs) I don't want that. Yeah, I got over it. Yeah, he doesn't have it, and, uh, yeah, he proposes to his girlfriend. She doesn't hear it at first. Um, she says yes. They go for dinner with his uh, mom, and then basically she's like, hey, you're pregnant, and she's like, oh, am I? And then she is, and then... Um, <laughs> like a magic trick. Yeah. And you're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, basically, uh, after he's the champ, Ivan Drago and his son, Victor Drago, come over from Russia, and they... Uh, it seems like they broke them. Yeah, they they, yeah. they they first they go and they they go to Rocky. They go to his restaurant. Yeah, which actually was a cool scene. I thought when I like they that. sit down, the, the talk. Yeah, I like that scene. But they challenge him, and uh, basically, Rock doesn't want to support his decision to accept that challenge. Yeah, but he feel like Creed feels like he has to because like that's the dude who killed his dad, and mm-hmm. now like. He's got to, like, I don't know, stand up against that or something. I I feel like any, like, at least me personally, if I was in that situation, I would want to kick the shit out of that guy. Yeah, yeah. No, it makes sense. That, I that get being that. said, the whole first movie was kind of about stepping out of, you know, he, he didn't want to be a Creed in the first one. You know, he wanted to be his own person. Yeah, exactly. So it seems a little weird, but at the same time, like, I completely understand wanting to, like, you know fight for your father's honor or whatever you know defend him do what he couldn't do yeah to help cement your own name um there's a great scene at least i thought it was great when rocky's basically like you can't fight this guy he's gonna destroy you and he's like this guy's dangerous he's got nothing to lose you got everything to lose that makes him dangerous and yeah then and then michael b jordan goes no i'm dangerous or whatever yeah I, i like i thought that was a cool scene but um I, I liked it better like later when um spoiler Rocky comes back to support him after uh getting fucked up in yeah. the first match like <laughs> fucked up dude yeah. I I did really like this aspect of of the film where like they showed him not just his recovery in the hospital which is like what you get in Rocky 2 like he recovers in the hospital and he's like pretty much fine he's like a little bit swollen but he gets over it like this like He's like coughing up blood and he's pissing blood yeah. and shit. Like, dude, it was pretty brutal. Yeah. That's a. Barely again, walk sometimes. He's got sore spots on his fucking back. The fight is pretty brutal. And what I was just getting into with like the lapse of time, you know, he proposes, they're pregnant, he gets challenged to this fight, has the fight, has the baby all in what, 20 minutes in the movie? Yeah, it happens really quick. It happens really quick. And I like first half hour or so, yeah, yeah. I'd say. 
they wanted to put a lot into this movie, but that section happened so quickly. I was kind of like, wait a minute, we're already here. Wow, there was like, there's like no like lead up to the fight either. The fight just kind of happens. They show yeah. you an HBO boxing like clip, and then the fight's happening. Yep. And um, the one thing I was gonna say about the fight, I was surprised by that. I was like, wait, they're fighting already? Yeah, yeah, it happens real quick. Um, the one thing that I will say about this fight that watching them foot fight in the theater, I'm like, okay, he's gonna lose. He's gonna lose. The yeah. thing that threw me for a loop is that he doesn't technically lose. Nope. Um, uh, he gets disqualified. Yeah, Victor Drago throws a punch while he's down. He, he's still down, and he gets disqualified. Yeah. But everybody can see that he lost that match. Yeah. Like he, dra- he He wasn't landing shit on him, and when he was, it wasn't doing a fucking thing because this dude is built like a goddamn <laughs> tank. Like, tank. <laughs> when I'm watching this movie, though, I'm I'm th- I'm like, okay, he's gonna lose here. This is this is Rocky three. This is where he loses, and then he doesn't technically lose. Like, morally, he loses. Yeah, oh, it fucks him up, like, mentally for the rest of the movie, movie until yeah. the end, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. Th- that. That's an aspect of the movie that I do really like. It's is that- almost as if you are following Rocky 1, where, but Apollo Creed is your hero. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if you're looking at Rocky 1 from Apollo Creed's standpoint, it's like, oh, this dude took me to the fucking max and I lost that match. I know I lost that match. I only won based on like somebody else's decision. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of cool because it's like, yeah, it's like you're watching Rocky 1 through Apollo Creed's viewpoint Mm -hmm. of it. Yeah, that thing. And I was going to say, is that a, is that something from wrestling where... Someone will clearly lose, but then the other person gets disqualified. Like, like the person with like the like eh. the title gets to like they stay the the oh, champ. Oh yeah, that is a thing in wrestling. So That's what like, I thought. Yeah, it's like it's um champion's advantage where like if you are the champ and you get DQ'd, then you don't lose your title. Okay. Um, or if you lose by disqualification, you don't lose your title. You get to keep the title, but you still get a loss. Okay, but I feel like in wrestle uh, in boxing, if you got that loss, you would still lose the title. But I'm not sure about that. I'd have to look that up. All right, like yeah. I don't think you get away with that shit. Where it's just like you could throw a match and still keep your title. I think in boxing, if you take a loss, it's a loss. You lose your title. Probably, yeah. But yeah, uh, and Although, then for- there is a good amount of wrestling related to these Rocky movies with like 50-50 booking is a thing that's like common in wrestling that kind of like makes it dry and dull because it's like oh well we'll put him in a best of seven one guy wins one week the other guy wins the next week then the other guy wins and they ping pong back and forth and then the last match decides the winner so it's like kind of boring when you see that happening which it does happen in like some of the Rocky movies where it's like oh he lost the first match he's gonna win the second match yeah the main match oh he won the main match he's gonna win that he's gonna lose the second match mm-hmm. um but so this was kind of cool to see that like different yeah def- definitely caught me by surprise I was like oh shit yeah and it does a really good job just showing how like malicious and fucking intense the villain is like it really feels like a big deal that they're going to have this, the last fight. It makes it feel huge, mm-hmm. you know? Cause it's like, Oh, this dude almost killed you. And getting on the topic of the villain in this, um, and this is going to segue into something just more general in related to Rocky four, but they actually flesh 
out the villain a little more than they typically would in a Rocky movie. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, in Rocky IV, uh, Ivan Drago is just big meathead from Russia. This one, they yeah, go they into... They don't really go into, like, anything with him You see the In this one, you see, like, the repercussions of him losing that match to Rocky. I, I really genuinely liked uh, Victor Drago's character. Like, I, I thought he was such, like... In a way, he was like Ivan in four, where he was just this machine built for destruction for the sake of somebody else's vision, because that's basically like yeah, how yeah. Ivan is used. Um, but instead of um, Victor fighting for honor of Russia, he's fighting for honor of his family's name so that he can be welcomed back home as a champion and as like an icon. Yeah, because like his father losing to Rocky, like ruined their life back home that they had to move and leave the country and go to like the Ukraine because they were basically like dishonored Russia. Yeah. I thought that the villain aspect of this movie was pretty strong. Like yeah. they definitely could have gone into it more, which when I was saying that I felt like they could have gone in different directions. How cool would it have been if this movie's title was Drago? Oh, and that would have been real and cool. It was like, and it was a you know like a Victor Drago origin story, and then Creed Two is when the two combined because like, yeah, they could have done more with with the Drago storyline. And he barely speaks in it. Yeah, no, he really doesn't. He doesn't speak much at all. But I like that they actually like you can be like, okay, I can like, I understand. You're not just a guy that just wants to destroy things. You are like. There's actually shit riding on the line for you. Like, you know where they're coming from. Yeah, it's about more than just winning a championship. Yeah. It's about it's about literally, like, seeing his mom again. Like, his mother left them because Ivan lost, basically, and lost the good graces of his country. Yeah. I thought that was a strong aspect of this film. I, I like oh, that yeah. a lot. And then just in general, they're taking a lot from Rocky Four plot wise and Rocky four is very silly and this movie is much more grounded. Well, yeah. Yeah. But that's like you're watching the trailers and stuff for this movie and this movie taking from Rocky four could have been so cheesy and over the top and they really like reeled it in. So I will give it props for that. That is something that is something that I like a lot. They could have felt like this could have been a disaster easily. Yeah, for sure. I think I think they did a smart thing by not trying to make it Russia v. U.S. again. Yeah. It's not about the countries. It's really about the connection between their two families. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Like, stuff like, like the major plot points and, like, the major, like, storyline going here is, like, super fucking solid. I don't have a ton of complaints about like the idea of everything. There are some things that were a little bit weird that threw me. That kind of like takes me out of what they basically set up as like a strong foundation and they kind of put like goofy walls up. Yeah. In some, I, sp- some spots. I was going to say this towards the end, but I guess you're kind of hitting on it right now. There's nothing bad in this movie, really. Just yeah. nothing in this movie is as good as Creed. Yeah. I feel that, yeah. With the exception of, I will say, the villain. Yeah. he's He is the standout thing because I didn't really care about the other fighter in Creed 1, the Pretty Ricky. Yeah. Didn't really care. Mm-hmm. 
this one he feels like a real villain yeah and like you were saying like you do get a little bit more insight on him so it gives you that opportunity to give a shit a little bit more about what's happening like it's not just the stakes that are on the line for adonis creed it's the stakes that are on the line for both fighters and it makes it that much more intense because it's like oh shit like i want creed to win but at the same time i feel so bad for this guy imagine if he loses like what that would be like for him like kind of like added a cool air so i will say he is like the shining thing in this movie apart from creed one but then other than that creed one beats it in like every other department yeah one thing that um i'll I'll get your take on this um i love the choreography and stuff from the first creed i love like the one take that i was saying that that one fight is awesome yeah um and I like I really wanted them to top the fights. I don't know if they did that, but one thing that was pretty cool that I think emphasized like how tough and how badass Victor Drago is. They used like a POV cam during yes. the match. Yeah. And that was pretty intense. It's yeah, basically sure. like Ivan Drago just punching you in the I mean Victor Drago just punching you in the face. Yeah. Um I don't know if you like that or not. I liked that it. Was, that was pretty cool. The only There was one thing that I didn't like about the fight sequences in this movie is heavy on the slow-mo. Yeah. There's a lot of slow motion in this. Like, it kind of makes it lose the effect. Like, I feel like the first Rocky or the other Rocky movies, like, pretty much only had, like, one slow-mo shot. Yeah. Like, and it was, like, a big hit. It didn't necessarily need to be the last one, but, like, an important pivotal point in the match, you would... Hit, hit the slow-mo and it'd be like oh shit mm-hmm. this one it's like boom slow-mo punch and then it's like <laughs> take two beats and then it's boom another slow-mo i'm like what the what like yeah. what are we doing it's like fucking 300 meets rocky <laughs> this the fast slow-mo or whatever yeah it was just <clears throat> yeah like uh that was one thing that just kind of bothered me and took me out of it. They were just really heavy handed with that, which kind of makes it lose its effect and like impact when they actually do use it. Do you want to just go through the rest of the plot real quick? I mean, that's there's one thing I do want to. Here's a big plot point. Ivan's a total cuck now, (laughs) dude. They go to, they go to like whatever the embassy or something. And there's like the Russian government and they're like, Oh, we're so happy. You're going to be in this championship match. And then like, his ex-wife, Victor's mother, steps back in the room. What's what's that actress's name again? I forgot. She was like married or going out with the uh, Flavor Flay for a hot minute. Brigitte Nielsen, right? Yeah. She walks in and like fucking Victor's all like visibly upset, but Ivan's all like standing up and like bowing and like basically just fucking kissing her feet and she turns around and smooches this other man and he's just sitting there and taking it and Victor's like this is bullshit Ivan's totally just sitting there just watching this dude French his wife after like they basically banished them out of the country yeah what a, f- what, a what a cuck <laughs> <laughs> that's your takeaway from the movie <laughs> My, bro it's like the biggest note in here <laughs> I said, poor Victor slash Ivan is a cock. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that uh, did tie back to Creed one, the the hearing aspect for his girlfriend Bianca. Oh um, yeah, there's a, there's a there's a pretty strong moment in this movie when uh, their this, kid is born. It's made they, me really sad. Yeah, and they they uh, 
they need to see if the kid can hear basically like you know they're like testing it they're testing it and that the way that scene is like plays out too is i can't remember is it in silence or it's mostly in silence it's mostly in silence and i think that you hear the beeps but you don't know if the kid is hearing the beeps is that how it works kind of yeah like they're in separate rooms like um his his wife is in the room with the baby she's hooked up and then he's in a separate room behind glass with the person running the test and she basically explains to him how the test works before it starts and then starts the test and then like nothing is happening yeah and then he's like all getting stressed and like it's it's fucked up man it yeah because like she's she's looking at him through the glass and seeing his reaction she's she's like what like she can tell like it's not going right because he's like tearing up and like visibly like nervous and stressed out yeah that was that was a powerful moment in the movie that's probably the biggest like emotional successful part in this movie i think yeah for sure got got to me man yeah but also uh parent so now like it's really hard for me to watch like things with like involving kids getting fucked up because now i'm just like man that's such a cheap move you fucking dicks because you know you're gonna get me (laughs) so yeah i thought i thought that was um that was good and then a great moment in the movie is basically just uh, Tessa Thompson and Michael B. Jordan. And they're talking about like, you know, why do you have to fight this guy? And he basically just says like, if I'm not boxing, then I'm not doing like what I was made to do. Similar. Yeah. Like if you're not singing, you're not supposed like, you're not doing what you were put on this earth for. And I thought that was a good scene. I thought that was like a good like yeah. speech and gave you a little bit more reasoning and motivation as to why he's doing that. And it made sense. I, I, I did like that. Yeah, it was cool. Mm-hmm. And then you basically get your final fight scene. And the one thing I liked in this, um, kind of a spin on Rocky Four when Rocky didn't throw the white towel for yes. Apollo Creed. Yes, his dad throws the towel for his son, even though he knows that they're gonna, you know, they're never gonna get back the- accepted into the country again. Yeah, but you know what? I like. I like that they explain why he would do that because I think I think the way that they tell it is almost to say like if if his mother didn't leave already, then um, Ivan would have never thrown in the towel. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like the whoever it is, president, emperor, whatever of Russia who's there, he he gets up and leaves after like Brigitte Nielsen. She can't watch her son get. Because he's getting rocked now at the end. Oh, my God. So there's a point literally gave me chills because they don't really, even in Creed, I don't think they used, like, the Rocky horns. They use it, I think, at one part in towards the, the end. In the first Creed? Oh, in the first one? Yeah. I don't think they use it at all in the first Creed. They don't really use a lot of the same themes, like, musically, that are in the Rocky movies. I think, Maybe I think a little the bit, first but... one has, like just a tiny segment of it when he i think knocks down pretty ricky conlon i think they play it for like a second i don't know what but man when it hits in two and it's not like the last bit of the fight it's like he makes a really strong comeback and the horns hit for that theme and i could have cried yeah it it, oh my god it literally gave me goosebumps i was like this fucking rocks like this is fucking awesome yeah like i like i was so into it like it had me i'm i'm glad that you went and saw this movie because i saw it and i was like we got to do an episode on it hell yeah yeah 
but again, like the Rocky movies are like huge, huge for me. Yeah. Loved them. Like I I couldn't even begin to guess how many times I've seen like Rocky one through four. Easily thousands of hours spent like i've li- i've literally spent day like a full day watching all four and i've done that multiple times yeah just giving an entire day to rocky movies <laughs> i need that that should be a marathon that i do i've done a note, lot of marathons that i leave off five five years yeah. like four rocky movies <laughs> four one through four and then i stop but now i want to add creed and creed 2 to that list because yeah. they're fucking great yeah like, i really like them i yeah i love them too they Last thing that I will say just about the plot, and I like this a lot, something that was kind of weird from the first Creed was you're kind of like, Rocky has a kid. Why is, you know, he yeah. basically like, you only like spending time, like why is he becoming the father figure for, you know, Adonis when he already has a kid or why is, you know, why is he treating him like a kid type thing? Yeah. And then you find out this backstory where like he kind of like lost contact with his like his his own son and then at the end of the movie like there's a good moment where he he reconnects with his son yeah i i i did like that i thought that that yeah, was that sweet. hit me a little bit in the feels yeah it was sweet <laughs> you're you're indifferent to it yeah that one didn't get me as much parents parents going to like an adult son doesn't really get me as much but when you're talking about like the babies man Leave the babies out of it. <laughs> Leave them be, you scumbag. That being said, why be so upset if your child is deaf? Yeah, it's going to be harder for them, but it's like, whatever. It's still your kid. Like, who? So? Which kind of Rocky basically says. D- does he say that? I don't remember that. He doesn't say it like that, but he says something just like, um, it doesn't, like, it doesn't matter. She's like, you're going to love that kid? Yeah, and yeah. He's like, because she's, she's not going to. She's not gonna not love you for or whatever. I don't know what he says. He says something like that. But he, he basically says like, you know, just like you want the best for your kid, and you're you know upset for him type thing. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I I get it. I guess I would probably be like worried that like kids gonna have like a harder time in life. Nobody wants their kid to have like a harder time in life. Life's hard enough as it is. But I don't know. He was a little bit too upset by it. It's just like, all right, well, it's your kid kid can't hear or is hard of hearing just like still take care of your kid yeah i mean (laughs) i mean he did but like yeah that's basically all of i have to say about the movie i mean yeah the only other thing is just like my biggest negative on this is that it steals a lot of beats from other rocky movies it feels which is kind of that's that's something that like was a little bit meh yeah it's this movie like a rocky movie not a Apollo or Adonis Creed movie. Yeah, Creed, Creed One is a little similar to Rocky One. This movie is like an amalgamation of Rocky Two through Four. Yeah, it takes plot points from Four, and then just in terms of like the beats that happen, him getting knocked out earlier, having to come back, very similar to Rocky Three. Yeah. Um, you know, there's like in Rocky Two, there's like a pregnancy subplot in that movie. Yeah. Um. You know he's he's not fighting for a long section. The wife not wanting two. you want not wanting you to you fight. fight. Especially Rocky when you have a son yeah. coming on the way and stuff. Um, Even like there's like a training montage. Uh, from I think it was Rocky two. I'm trying to remember, but there's you know like he's got the sledgehammer in this one. Yeah, and that was I think in Rocky four. I can't mm. remember, but there's one part where he's got to like. 
Well, they did a lot of the training stuff 3. similar to Rocky Four, but instead of doing it in the ice and snow, they did it in the desert. desert yeah, and there's like the thing with the chickens where he's got to, he's got to like catch the chickens. I remember that being very similar. Like, yeah, I don't know how that helps. The the, the training sequence from Creed, the first one was was like kind of cool. There was like all like the bikers and like the streets of like Philadelphia and stuff like that. Yeah, like, as he's like running down the street, and yeah, like popping wheelies and stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know how that helps. <laughs> yeah, I think that was all just for style, but yeah. It was it was cool, but yeah, there's just a lot of stuff that borrows from other Rocky movies, and which does make sense. I get it. It does make sense at the same time. Like, we, we, I think Creed was so refreshing as a movie. Just keep going with that. Yeah, like, like make it about him, which I think was a big part of the movie. Was I think Stallone is stepping away from the franchise now. Like he'll probably still be involved, but I don't think he's going to really be in the movies because even at the end of the match, he basically says to Creed, he's like, it's it's your time now. Yeah. And then he sits down there. He doesn't even get in the ring to celebrate with him. He just sits down there and then it slowly backs away from him and you just see like the back of Rocky. And I think it's kind of signaling. It's like, you got this now. And he's like passing the torch to him. Like, I, I kind of hope so. I would like Rocky to be in these movies, but maybe but less of a focal point. Wouldn't it be cool though if like you go like almost the entire movie without seeing Rocky, and then at like the end he shows up? Yeah, and then maybe you get that like audio cue with like the theme, and yeah. you're like, oh fuck, <laughs> you just yeah. get pumped up. <laughs> but like, I think that that would be cool. The main thing for me is like it's hard to imagine these movies without a Rocky. Though. Yeah, the one thing like I just feel like this movie. I see. I need to know how much Stallone actually wrote, but it felt like he had more because he didn't really write the first one, and the first one's very refreshing. This one yeah. seems like he might be getting like, if he was like, had a lot of control over the script, it seemed like he was getting in too much into like his old ways, where you're just yeah. kind of like rehashing a lot of ideas from other things. I would almost prefer you to just like go in a completely different direction. And, uh, that's why, like, I see people like saying like, oh, where are you going to go for Creed three now? Like, what are you going to do? And like, honestly, as much as I love these two movies, I don't really think you need to make a Creed three. They probably will. Cause they're making bank on it. But like, yeah. you know, who would he fight? Here's the, here's another thing about this movie. I liked that the stakes were higher because the villain has like a history just, re- just between like their families with each other. It kind of heightens the stakes. I don't want to keep seeing people's sons fight. Like yeah. I, it doesn't need to be connected to the Rocky movies. But I guess at the same time I was just compl- not complaining, but I was just saying how I didn't really care about the fight against Pretty Ricky. Yeah. You know what they should do? They should do um Adonis Creed versus Conor McGregor, but like <laughs> as himself. That would be know, a boxing match. I mean, Creed 3, I mean, uh Rocky 3 started up with uh with Hulk Hogan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they bring like in the UFC pull. fighter. Fuck, bring in, yeah, or bring in a pro wrestler. Yeah. Bring I, in Hulk Hogan and his racist dumbass. <laughs> I was I was also, you're like, you're like, what other people could we use to fight? And it's like, oh, does Mr. T have a son? Yeah, bring, bring right. Bring Mr. T's son into a... That's what I mean. Like, I really hope that they don't take that route and just be like, these are people whose fathers fought your father. Yeah. Like, I, I hope they don't do that. I would rather them get more original with this. If they're going to keep it going, 
write some new characters and do some different stuff with it. I don't really want to see the same stuff over and over again. I think you got away with it with this one because there was that emotional like connection with his dad and Rocky Four, but you can't I don't think you can really do that again. Yeah. Like if if they make another movie and they just borrow from other movies, I don't think it's going to have nearly the like emotional impact that this one did. Who do you think should play the next uh Creed villain or opponent i guess i should say they're not really like necessarily villains villains yeah um they do make them seem like dicks though they do i don't know i mean so far with these they haven't gone with a big name for them that's true so it's kind of kind of like tough i don't think you really need to unless you're tom cruise tom cruise yeah you have to be like a welterweight though (laughs) the middle tooth yep (laughs) you've seen that right yeah yeah he, um no that's obviously not serious yeah i don't know man i mean i guess that's why we're not uh movie Dave writers bautista <laughs> i'd be fine with that i'd be fine it'd be believable he's a beast he's a beast he's a little older the animal and he was a professional wrestler yeah so he's got acting chops and he's a believable like athlete because he is an athlete at this point can you insert the john cena theme John Cena. Grapple <laughs> <laughs> Um yeah, so I, that's that's all I have to say about Creed 2. I don't know if you want to say anything else. Um No, man. Um I think we will dive into our tomato tomato possibly or do you want to give our personal rating before the tomato tomato? Um do the I think we should do the tomato tomato first because if you give your personal rating then that'll basically spoil tomato tomato, right? Good point. So what do we have for the scores on this bad bitch right here? I want to show you this because I think you're going to find this really funny. Okay, so we're going to we're just going to pull it up and reveal it all. Yeah, I'm revealing it for you. <laughs> oh, great. This is going to be tough. 83 to 83. Oh man, who do I side with? Then I will say tomato. Because, I'm going tomato as well. Yeah, why not? It's the same score. Who gives a fuck? Let's just try to sound more positive. Yeah, no. I like this movie a lot. Me too. Um, yeah. I, I, I did like it a lot. I think everything from the first Creed is better, um, yeah. but I did like this movie and a lot. And one of the things that we really pointed out as, like, quote-unquote flaws make it so unenjoyable. Like, this was, I was definitely happy that I saw this in theaters. It's not necessarily one you have to see in theaters. I think you're going to get a lot of the same feeling from it just watching it at home. But I was happy that I got to see it in theaters. Yeah. I, I like seeing it in theaters. I think the audio and like bigger screen is nice, especially like when you're saying the point of view, like shots and stuff like that. That, yeah. that was cool. But it's definitely like, I don't think it's a must see in theaters. I did enjoy it though a lot. And, um, I didn't really say this in the review. I didn't like the audio mixing as much in this movie as the last one. I thought the like blows that were being exchanged were a little bit tamer and stuff, which is why yeah. I'm saying like, I, you, you could watch it on DVD and be fine with it, but it's still, it's a good movie. I would recommend seeing it in the theaters, but I, I am reminded of something. So, on the on the picture from the video, it's showing like his entrance, and I think that was for the first fight that they had, mm-hmm. which was cool. But the I think second it, entrance, okay, when for the last fight, Wifey sings him his intro. Didn't like that. I didn't like that. I thought that was super corny. Yeah, I didn't like it either. Also, who's watching their newborn baby? Because <laughs> she's singing his entrance. He's walking into the match. 
his mom is sitting at ringside. Yeah. And Rocky's at ringside, too. That's all of the people we know of connected to Creed in this movie. Who's watching their child? <laughs> their child. <laughs> this child that's, like, less than a year old. I'm, I'm getting into a few more points, which I probably shouldn't because we basically already gave our great grade out. But yes, and, and it just uh, it yeah. just reminded me that like the che- the the her singing thing was very cheesy, but there are some cool lighting techniques with like lasers and like fog and stuff that I like there. Yeah. And then the cinematography wise, uh, there's some really cool shots when he's in a pool. Like I like the cinematography in this movie also. Um, yes. when, he's, when he's in that pool, yeah. the camera goes underneath the water, and the With audio yeah, that's and cool. the audio does change, like it muffles as it goes underwater and comes back out and stuff like that. Yeah, I did, li- I did like that. The cinematography is pretty good. It's just the first Creed is so finesse that it just makes the stuff in this movie just not look as good. But it is still, it's a quality movie. Yeah, really solid sequel. Yeah, like follow- I, a good follow up. I'm giving it a B. My own personal grade, tomato. I'd give it a B. Yeah. Um honestly, I'll go go B plus. B plus. I'd give it like a little little bit a little bit better uh better credit for like what it did. Um I think most of most of that for me is the villain though, like picking yeah. that score up. The the villain is is definitely like I think the shining moment in this movie or I don't know if that's the right way to phrase it, but I got k- you. killed I it, with, it killed it with the villain. I like that a lot. Hell yeah. Um, so yeah, from here, let's rank out all the Rocky movies. Yep. We're going to, yeah, we're (laughs) going to, we're going to go through now all of the Rockies, including Creed's because it's all part of that Rocky verse we were talking about. And we will start from the bottom of the list. I feel like since I started, uh, the tomato tomatoes, like with my answers, I think it's only fair that we get to hear your ranking first. We'll just do it. Yeah, you know, starting from the bottom of the list, take turns, your bottom, then my bottom, and then so on and so forth. All right, I'm down for that. All right. So, eight of these movies in the Rockyverse. Who's falling in last place for you? Dead last, number eight, Rocky Five. Same. Okay. All right. I have a feeling I have a feeling our bottom's going to be very similar, but it's going to get real tricky towards like the middle and the top. Yeah. I think we're going to be a little bit uh different. You were like I think this is going to be tough and I was like this is going to be tough, but I was done within like 3 minutes. You took a while. I took a long while. It's yeah. really I was trying to outweigh the nostalgia factor to the quality film factor and I think you're going to find out which one won. Yeah. Nostalgia is like high on my list in terms of like that's yeah. just that's just in general like a lot of movies when we do these like nostalgia is going to trump some some things but yeah i will say if i think one movie is better than the other like okay i'm, fair. I'm, I'm gonna fair. i'm gonna say like i think this movie's better but nostalgia wise and all this stuff this movie's coming out top okay at least um at least we'll understand why you're uh yeah fucking yeah. psychotic <laughs> number seven i think this is gonna be different number seven yeah. rocky three it is different I put Rocky Balboa. Okay. Okay. It just it it has none of the nostalgia for me. It doesn't feel like stakes are high at all. I don't know. I just don't I'm not as attached. I also it's the Rocky movie I've seen the absolute least of. So yeah. I might just need to revisit that before I could fairly place it. But as of right now, yeah. Yeah. Rocky like I said earlier, Rocky three just didn't do it for me that much. 
Mr. T's just a villain. You know, I don't think you really care much about him. You just yeah, that's it. He, it's very okay. pre- very predictable too. He he loses that's, the fight and he comes back and wins it, and that's the end of that. That's fair. I will say that it's not like Rocky Rocky Three is not so uh, amazing for me, anyways. But I understand why you say that. But I gotta put it a little bit higher. That's <laughs> but, all. But I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Basically, uh, number six, Rocky. Four. Wow. Yeah, we are gonna be wildly different. Number six for me is Rocky Three. Okay. So I I was close. I was yeah, close. close. Seven seven for you. Six for me. Um. I think Rocky Three gets that six spot for me for Eye of the Tiger alone. <laughs> it's like bumps it up a few spots. Hell's yes. <laughs> yeah. But really, Rocky Four, that's pretty low on the list. Yeah. Rocky Four, that robot really gets you. It gets me. As I was going to say, the, the cheesiness of this movie takes me out of it. This is going to be a very interesting list. <laughs> Number five. You ready? Yeah. What do you got? Number five for me, Rocky Balboa. Okay. What are you at? I feel like this is going to cause an uproar. You're going to say Creed 2? I'm going to say Creed 2. Oh, man. I, you're, Yeah, you're going to see that nostalgia really trumps a lot of things on this okay. for me. Again, these movies were a huge part of my childhood and my uh, adulthood even. Like, I, I, I can't not watch the Rocky movies. If I see them on TV, I get sucked into it. That and Goodfellas. Those are like the only movies that I cannot step away from. I honestly, I'm not too upset. I do think five's low, but I thought that you were going to rank Creed 2 at number four. Oh, really? That's where I thought you were going to put it. Yeah, no. I, um, yeah, number five, Creed 2. My number four, Rocky 2. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. We are wildly different on this list. I knew this was going to happen. Yeah. Rocky 2 is my number, my number hey, 4. Hey. I like Rocky 2. The rest of these movies I think are really good movies. Yeah. Well, hey, ask me what my number 4 is. What is it? Creed. Oh, that's a bad that's a bad choice. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it, man. The nostalgia is crushing uh... it. It's an awesome movie. I'm not saying that it's not anything short of fucking great. But my top three is just so, so much of a big deal for me, you okay. know? So it, the nostalgia is riding hard on you. Riding real hard. 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 Um, I'm wondering, do you, do you think that these upcoming movies are better movies than Creed? Um, nah, man, that's really hard to say. I guess I'd have to rewatch them now having seen Creed and then and then decide and then decide. Okay. Cuz there's a lot of things that you even pointed out when we were talking about Creed 1 and 2 or um Rocky 1 and 2 that I was like Yeah, that's a good point and I've literally never noticed it or I've ignored it yeah, my or whole I life. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I just don't care. Um there's there's movies that I love that I ignore the flaws in too. So I mean I I'm I don't really care so much if you do that. Yeah. But yeah, man. I'm just surprised. I think Creed's so good. Anyway. Me too. I think it's great. But it's not as big for me 
Fair enough. Fair That's enough. these other ones. Were. Fair enough. Number three, Creed Two. Wow, that's that's high up a top three. Yeah, mine's Rocky Four. Rocky Four is okay. Yeah, I think that, I think honestly, I think if you were just rate ranking Rocky movies, a lot of people would have Rocky Four as their third favorite. Yeah, it's dude. The I will break you and the fucking him him uh, the montage of him in like the snow and everything and like apollo creed dying like it's such a fucking crazy movie like and it's just that whole thing of like the crowd in russia actually chanting for rocky later in the fight and like him being able to turn the crowd is like i don't know man that movie's fucking cool I like that movie. It is a cool movie. I was actually talking to one of my coworkers the other day about that, and he basically said like he knows how like stupid it can be, but as a kid, like that was like the Omega. Hell and, yeah! And that's why he still likes it so much, even though now, and he's like a big film buff. When it he casts such a big shadow over Rocky Three. Yeah, like Rocky Three is so forgettable in comparison. Like it may as well have just went one, two, and then four, <laughs> yeah, and just never made three and five because three doesn't really do much to serve story. Three, the best thing three does is just give. You could have killed Rocky. Mickey in two if you wanted to, or killed him in the beginning of four, and then you kill Creed two. What? Yeah, two deaths, the, one movie. The best first thing, hour. The best thing that Creed, I mean, uh, Rocky three does, is that it gets you to a like to like Apollo Creed. And make Rocky and Apollo Creed like each other. Yeah. So then when he dies in Rocky Four, it's a little bit more impactful. Yeah. But other than that, I think Rocky Three is kind of a throwaway movie. Yeah. Uh number two. Yep. Number two for me is Creed. Wow, man. That's powerful stuff. Creed's number two. I had to think about that though, man. Man, I, I love Creed. I Creed, feel like my list is going to cause an uproar. Are you going to say Rocky is number two? Yes. Oh, man. You like Rocky? I love two. Rocky, too. Yeah. I love Rocky, too. Because the whole the whole thing of it picking up it, the not only the not the second after Rocky one, but it starts with the last like 10 minutes of Rocky one, like, so you get that cap. So it's so cool to see it just like pick up immediately. And it's like, the story's just keeps going. That is cool about Rocky. And, too. and then the dynamic between him versus Apollo Creed. Now it gets a little bit more serious. And now there is a little bit of a more like build up, and it's, you know, he took him. Can he prove that it was a fluke? And like, I don't know, man. There's just so much cool stuff about Rocky 2 that I just love it, man. It's the rematch. It's exciting. Is he going to be able to beat him this time? Like Rocky 2 is very good. Yeah, um, man. I just love love Rocky 2 so much. The only reason that Rocky 2 was, was number four and not number three for me, and maybe I could flip that. I'm like, you know, that that might change. This was the um, thing that gave me the hardest time. I couldn't decide if I wanted Rocky or Rocky 2 in my number 1 spot. Ro- Rocky 2, the only thing that like knocks me knocks it down a little bit for me is there's a lot of like great moments in it, but then there's also some like very like hokey moments, at least in my opinion for it. Like 
Yeah. Like I said, the training montage, I'm like, all right, this is just crazy. But like, yeah, but it's iconic. It is iconic, but it, so is the one in the first one. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if you played both of them for me right now, I couldn't tell you which one was from which. Really? Now, maybe I could figure it out, but <laughs> I might be uh, being hyperbolic with that. But yeah, man, I don't know. Something about, something about Rocky 2 just like spoke to me in this moment when I was like, I had to list it. I was like, I think I got to put two above one. And I, I realized this list is insane. And I feel like I do feel like Creed and Creed 2 landed a little too low on my list. And if I was looking at them as just quality of film they would have been higher. Yeah. They definitely would have been over Creed 4. Um and maybe Creed or maybe Rocky 1 would be number 1 and 2 would be 2 and then Creed 1 would be 3. And then maybe Rocky 4 would be 4 and then I would put Creed 2 right under that. All right. That that's I, if I'm, I'm a, going I'm a, based on just like just films. Yeah, I, uh, maybe I'm not, four would slide down more, but you know what it is th- for me th- though. It's like, still really hard for me to lose that. I don't have like the nostalgia behind the Rocky movies like you do. Yeah, I like them, but they were never like like one of the main reasons why I went back and wa- really watched them was because I hadn't seen them in forever. Yeah, so like they're not movies that I watch all the time. Probably seen um, at least one Rocky movie a year. I if I, th- if I really think about it. revisit them or just one of them not revisit all of them but like i catch at least one a year yeah like i'll just see them like let me watch rocky 2 yeah yeah that's they're great movies i mean i i would say out of the eight movies i think four of them are really good like really good that's a good track record it is yeah it is a good track record yeah i think the ones that are bad are pretty fucking bad but Oh, for sure. There's, there's some five is so unmemorable and pointless. You know, it's, you know, it's kind of uh, weird. I think that um, the only time that Stallone has won a Best Actor award was the movie that he didn't write. Yeah, I, I, I'll have to go back and look. I don't know if he won Best Actor for Rocky, but he won a Golden Globe for Creed. Huh? Yeah, for supporting actor. So. Wow. Good for you. Good for you, Stallone. Yeah, Stallone Baloney. Um, I'm I'm good at there. You know, do you want to mention anything else? Thank you for listening to the first episode. One of yeah, many. man. I I think it's it's gonna be important. I hear a lot of podcasts talk about it. it's important to rate and review. Um, that helps us get, you know, higher up on the list for yeah. when people are searching for podcasts. Mm-hmm. It's gonna take some time. I think it's gonna be a slow burn, but it's gonna be a burn nonetheless, baby. It'll be a fun burn. It'll be a nice fun burn. <laughs> S- SPF four twenty. I'm looking forward to uh <laughs> <laughs> for that fun burn. I'm uh I'm looking forward to doing uh, you know, these reviews and just like talk movies because obviously we love talking movies, but yeah, I think uh, you know, this is a good movie, but I'm sure there's gonna be movies that are bad that we're just gonna like rip into, and 
I'm also looking forward to getting into some like throwback episodes and movies that like we really like. I mean, we did yeah. touch on you know Rocky and this and that, but we'll probably and, do- sure, and we'll tend to do that, especially when we have movies like this that are part of like a bigger saga. Um, we'll we'll do our like rankings um, and talk about all the movies leading up to, um, especially because that's like a really big thing right now. There's so many movies that are coming out that have. Um, like a universe that they're living within. Mm-hmm. Even with like the Men in Black trailer we looked at, it's like we have three movies previous to that movie that we can kind of like suss out and talk about. We do live in a time where reboots are like the thing right now. Like everything's yeah. a reboot, everything's a sequel. Not a lot of originality popping off right now. Yeah. Speaking of originality, uh, did you see that um, Jordan Peele's next movie yes. trailer came out? That should be our next um, trailer park visit. I, I watched it. Uh, watched it once uh, when it came out. Really fucking, excited for it. Fucking cool. Yeah, I'm like genuinely excited, but also terrified to go see that movie. <laughs> yeah, that I, I feel like I'm gonna cry during that movie. I said to uh, my brothers, um, you know, Get Out was great. I didn't think Get Out was very scary though. No, yeah. Uh, it's weird calling it a horror movie. There's yeah. definitely some some spots there's, that there's are meant spots. to like, yeah, you know, get, this get looks, you a little. This but, looks terrifying though. Yeah, this looks fucking horrific. Yeah, in like the best way. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, I don't. Anything else you wanna you wanna mention? No, I th- I think that's just gonna be it. I just want to thank you guys for listening to this first episode and hanging out with us. And you know, we're gonna bring a lot more to you. So just keep your ears open and your uh, buttholes tight. Yep, look look for us on you know we're gonna be on the Twitterverse. Yep, we're gonna have to Instagrams come up, come up with all these uh, handles. But by the time you hear this, we should be mostly there. Yeah, we're borderline professionals. Borderline professionals. Hell's yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, I just want to say, suck it, losers. 